Blazer fans, welcome back to the Blazer Victory Podcast, episode number 11, our Louisiana preview. This is John, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Steve Irvine. Steve, we've got a tough non-conference opponent this Friday night at the Old Grey Lady. Louisiana comes in 3-1. and one. They're coming off of a loss, but, man, this is a top 25 team for sure. That you know They might not be ranked in the top 25 anymore, but... This is a darn good team that UAB is going to play this Friday night. Yeah, yeah, they are. I mean, it's funny, as, as good as they've been, they're uh, probably a little better than their record. I mean, the record could be worse, right? but they're, they're better than, than, than they've played, I guess. It's, I mean, it's kind of a weird. It's, it seems sort of hard to even explain a little yeah. bit because, cause, you know, here's a team that is very close to being one in three. I mean, they, yep. you know found ways to win close games and give them credit. And, uh, but they're also very close to being four and oh, you know, so right. it, it, it just a player two away from, uh, from both, from either of those things, you know? And, and so, um, talent wise though, I mean, golly, they, they're, they got a lot of talent all the way, all the way through really, really. And so it's going to be, uh, it's going to be quite the, quite the challenge. They do. And I mean, it honestly just starts at the coach, too. I mean, Billy Napier is, you know, one heck of a coach. He's been there for a few years now. You know, uh, there were some rumblings uh, in the offseason that he was, um, you know, one of the top candidates for the Mississippi State job. Um, and uh, a lot of South Carolina fans are clamoring for uh, him to be their next coach. Um, so, you know, Billy Napier was a really good coach. Um, you know, he's got Alabama ties, he used to be um, under Saban. Um, I mean, he's. He's going to have this ball team, uh, this ball club ready to come into Legion Field um, looking for a W. Um, but let's go ahead and just look at this Louisiana team. Now, going off of last year, this team did face against Appalachian State, um, App State in the Sun Belt Championship. They've played them two years in a row. Um, App State has beaten them the last two years. But this is, you know, one of the top Sun Belt teams uh, this year. Again, they are coming off of a loss to Coastal Carolina, a really good Coastal Carolina ball club. Uh, they fell 30-27 to 27 in that ball game. But let's just look at this team uh, really quick, Steve. It all starts with their running backs. Um, they've, got, they've got two really good running backs. Um, when you look at their running backs, uh, Elijah Mitchell and Trey Regis, uh, I believe that Regis has gotten the bulk of the carries. I think he's had about 50 uh, rushing attempts this year for over 220 yards, but he's got three touchdowns. Mitchell's got four touchdowns. I mean, you put on the tape and and their quarterback Levi Lewis. He's a dual threat, uh, really talented quarterback, but he can beat you with his legs as well. He's had over 100 yards already in just uh, four ball games. So a really talented uh, bunch right there. Yeah, no doubt. And, and honestly, I, I think it all starts with Levi Lewis. I, I mean, as, as great as those uh, running backs are, and both of them are going to be in NFL camps, you know, yes. this time next year or, or in NFL camps next, you know, next year. And, you know, Regis is a beast, you know, 230 pounds and Mitchell is kind of a combination. But I really think it starts with Levi Lewis. I mean, he, he's that, that kid's dynamic now. I mean, he's, you know, you look at last year, look at his numbers last year. He threw for over 3,000 yards, 26 yeah. touchdowns with only four interceptions. Uh, you know, he can beat you with his, like you say, beat you with his legs and his arm. And what I like about him is he um, he can beat you out the scramble. And there's times where he where he goes quick, you know, when yeah. he goes back, see something and goes quick. 
But there's other times where he scrambles to buy time to, to throw the ball. And you don't see that a lot. You know, you see guys are, are generally, you know, guys that either scramble to, 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 to try to uh, get somebody open or guys that just like to take off. And he uh, he's just one of those guys that you just don't know what he's going to do. I mean, you just don't know. Just is he going to take off? Is he going to buy time and throw? And, and you got a you know extremely strong arm. I just um, I just like him a lot. And and again, I think both those running backs and Chris Smith. I mean, they got a third running back in in the mix too. That's pretty right. darn good. And I mean, those running backs are great. But to me, it it, it starts you know with with what uh, you know Levi Lewis can do. That's right, and I believe uh, Mitchell actually missed at least one game. I think it was the Georgia Southern game. Uh, I believe they said it was uh, COVID-related. But, yeah, Chris Smith came in, and, I mean, he looked just as good as Mitchell and Regis. So, they, like you said, definitely might have, you know, three talented guys for sure uh, for at the running back position. But let's kind of talk about Levi Lewis real quick. You know, you mentioned his uh, 2019 stats, uh, throwing for over 3,000 yards uh, and only four picks. Now, this year – He's already thrown four picks, and yeah. I, I believe he's thrown a pick in every game except for the first game against Iowa State. Uh, but to me, I, I know that they said that he worked a lot on his uh, long on his uh, long balls during the off season, and I mean that very quickly showed in the Iowa State game when he threw like a sixty seventy yard touchdown pass. So it looks good. But I will say that watching the film this year compared to last year for Levi Lewis. I feel like he's gotten a little lazy in some of his passes. Like, if, if you go back, especially to the Coastal Carolina game, this past game, you see, at least on the one of the, on, on his interception, he just kind of lazily, you know, just threw a ball up and lofted it in, and the DB just came in and intercepted the pass because it hung in the air too long. Um, you've seen that a couple of times out of Lewis this year. So I, I, I still think he's a talented quarterback, Steve. But I do think that he's st- he's starting to show that he's not invincible, you know, as the stats that he had uh, last year. Now, granted, he's already at 900 yards in just four games, but he does already have four picks, has five touchdowns. But I feel that he's he he, he might be trying to do a little too much this year, at least so far in the first four games uh, when, when you put on the film, because you put on the film of the Georgia State, Georgia State, they were able to pick him off a couple of times. So yeah. I, I really like that for UAB's defense. You know, coming off of a game where we forced Western Kentucky in four turnovers, I really like us to put him into some uh, challenging spots and hopefully get a couple interceptions this Friday. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're absolutely right. I think I, you know, I agree with that. I think, you know, one thing, I don't think they're they're running the ball with quite as much success this year as, as they did last compared to last year. Right. I mean, you know, they still run it well. I mean, you know, so it's it, – it's it's hard to say they're not running well, but you know they're averaging 185 yards rushing. You know, in through four games, where a year ago they were averaging 260. And, yeah. Um, wow. Or they did average 260, and and that you know that's that's a, a pretty good little difference, you know, per game. And so I, I think that that might be why Levi Lewis is is thinking he has to do a little more. I mean, I think he kind of took what came to him last year instead of um, you know instead of going out and you know thinking he had to. To, to do more, you know, so that, that, that could be, uh, that could be part of, it. you know, but talk about the turnovers, you know, uh, one weird and really great stat for them is they haven't lost a fumble in four games. You know, they've, they've, wow. they've had five fumbles, I think it is, and, and haven't lost one. So, you know, they, they, um, to, to get this team in a, in a 
turnover game, you know, other than you know, if you can make Lewis and uh, make him make some mistakes in the in the passing game, you know, I I don't see him putting the ball on the ground a lot. Now, you know, that right. could be one of those things where you where you say, hey, there's been no penalties this game, and then four plays in a row there's a penalty. I mean, right. you could could jinx him if you say that, but um, you know, but to me, I mean, four games with 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 no with no fumbles losses. Quite an impressive uh, 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 stat. That that really is, and, and also you know on UAB side, I don't think that we've put the ball on the ground many times this year either. So that's going to be a really interesting uh, t- thing to watch Friday night, uh, especially with as of now, you know, as as we're recording this episode right now, Steve, it looks like there might be some rain in the forecast Friday night. Right. So yeah, hey, that might <laughs> that might cause some fumbles. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be very interesting to see. Uh, you know. Uh, We'll we'll talk about Louisiana's defense in a couple minutes too, but yeah, two very good defense uh, defensive teams uh, and two really off two great offenses that you know both pride themselves in not turning the ball over and you know like you said not putting the ball on the ground uh, many times this year so far. But let's kind of just talk a little bit about the Raging Cajuns' offense just a little bit more. Um, when you watch the film, Steve, it seems that they use a, a lot of pre-snap motion uh, try, to try to kind of get the defense out of their alignment and out of their spots. Uh, it seems that, you know, they do a lot of empty set. They do pistol formations. Uh, just talk about what what are, are they just trying to draw the defense like out of their alignment when they're doing that pre-snap motion? Or what, what do you think they're trying to do with that with that offensive style? Well, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, you, you definitely try to get the defense out of out of uh, you know out of their spots, but you, it, it also kind of gives you a chance to um, have a quick sc- uh, scout of what they're going to do. You know, you watch yeah. how you know you watch how the defense reacts to the motion. Yeah, you you know you see, you know you might see uh, some tendencies of guys that that react to that. You know that maybe react without without with little undisciplined type thing. Right. You know with uh, you know because that's one thing with when you're doing that eye candy type thing, you know, when doing the, the, the movement and the different things, you know, you have to stay disciplined and, 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 and still, you know, follow your assignment on whatever the play is. And I think it's, there's, there's a lot of that, you know, there's a lot of trying to get guys not only moving to, to, toward a direction, but just their eyes moving, you know, and, and, and right. sometimes, some, sometimes just your eyes moving is going to take you out of a play, you know, and, uh, you know, especially when you have, you know, guys that can really hit holes quickly and got you know quick and strong guys and 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 you know fast guys and that type of thing. So it's just a matter of it's it's kind of you know a lot of different uh, different things. Plus, there's a, there's when when you have a lot of that, there's so much you can do off of it. You know, you might not do it. You know, you might not. Um, you know, we we used to laugh when um, when Kalen Carter. Uh, uh, what was not was it Kalen? What was what was it the Oh, the 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 well, the wide receiver in in eighteen, Kalen Carter, yeah, eight. Um, was that his name? But anyway, he would always run the little the little jet sweep look, and never got the ball. You know, yeah. So, like I mean, I, I just ran it and ran it and ran <laughs> it, and never got the ball. And you were you were thinking like one of these days he's going to get the ball. Didn't and, he get it in the coastal game? And he he, he got or... it. Uh, no, that was um, that was. Uh, 
Golly, I'm, yeah, that was somebody uh, else. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah that, I can't remember either. <laughs> that, that was the other, the other, the third receiver from last year. The the yeah. uh, the, the slot. <laughs> Golly, I'm yeah, not time. Andre, not Andre Wilson, and not uh oh, what was his name? Oh. Um, what and Lisa. Uh, uh, the third from last last year, the really good player, and, and I, it's crazy that I I can't. And like I said, I'm, man. It, Any, it, anyway, <laughs> it's, it stinks getting old. Um, but and I remembered as soon as we hang, as soon as we're do, we're done with this, I'll say, oh yeah, you know. Um, um, and in fact, it's on the tip of my tongue right now. But anyway, you know, um, just th- that look. You know, sometimes you just run it over and over and over. And uh, you almost lull him to sleep. It's almost like a boy, boy crawling wolf a little bit. You know, you run it over and over and over, but you don't give it to him. And then one, the one time you give it to him, they're not looking for it because, you know, a Kendall Parham. That that is Kendall Parham. Parham. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Sorry, Kendall Parham. <laughs> he, was a, he was a heck of a player. Now he was. He was yes. Uh, he was. But anyway, so so it's just. I mean, uh, there's there's a lot of things you, you reasons to do that. So, but basically, um, definitely we're going to need Jordan Smith to, uh, you know, especially on the edge to kind of just stay in his, uh, where he needs to be and not kind of fall victim to that motion and, and them trying to lure him out. Cause I'm sure they definitely look at that defensive end and those guys on the edge and try to lure them out on that, on that jet, uh, sweep motion and, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So, and I believe, I think he even, hinted to that on the Monday's press conference too, that, you know, coaches, you know, showing them in the film room that, Hey, you're going to have to just be very sound and not, uh, you know, just play your play, play where you're supposed to be, where the coaches put you at and tell you to be it. You need to just stay there and don't uh, lure away from that spot. Yeah. It's all about, you know, assignment and, and doing yep. what you're supposed to do. And, and that's, you know, and the one thing you can't do it for, for Jordan Smith and, Alex Wright and Nakia Eason and, and whoever else is out there, you know, you can't let Levi Lewis live on the edge. You know, no. you can't, you can't let him get to that corner time after time. And he's going to sometimes, I mean, it's yeah. just, just natural. I mean, he's just too good, too quick, right. but you, you can't let him just live out there because if you do, then you're in trouble, you know, so right. they're going to, they're going to have to set the edge, you know, and, and make sure that, uh, you know, that doesn't happen. And, and again, it's, you know, these, these guys are too good offensively to, to, to think that they're not going to make some plays, right. but you, you just got to, you know, limit those, those plays. Right. And, and just watching the film from this year, Levi Lewis is going to break 10 to 15 yard gains just with his feet. He's, he, yeah. he's going to do that. Um, you and, know. and so are those running backs. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Elijah Mitchell and, and Regis, so those guys are going to do that. I mean, but you have to limit it. That's right, and you can't let those uh, 40, 50 yard gains happen. That that's mm-hmm. the key, and that's where uh, all all really all three, four of these guys can kill you if you if you let them get those those yards. Then that it's going to be a long night. But but going back to what you said earlier, Steve, when you look at Louisiana this year, I mean, right? You know, they're three and one, but like you said, they very easily could be uh, one and three. The, the first game. You know, they took down a Power 5 opponent. They went to Ames, Iowa, and defeated Iowa State 31-14. to Very next game, they went to Atlanta to take on Georgia State, and they barely won 34-31 to and had to go to overtime to do that. In fact, at one point, they were down uh, 21-7, to I believe, either late in the third quarter or maybe even the fourth quarter. They had to come back to uh, uh, force overtime in that game. And then the next game, they faced Georgia Southern, and – 
they needed a 53-yard field goal as time expired to beat Georgia Southern 20 to 18. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> they they very very easily could be one and three, but. I mean, you know, like we mentioned earlier, Billy Napier is a heck of a coach. Um, this is a talented team. This is a very uh, well-coached team. So we're definitely going to have our um, – we're going to have a, a tough game on our hands. Uh, but yeah. uh, going, going to the offense, uh, let's look at their wide receivers. Uh, Lewis does really love to throw the ball to one guy in particular, uh, Peter LeBlanc. Um, he's had 13 catches for 200 yards already, um, including a 78-yard uh, catch, which that was the Iowa State uh, reception I mentioned earlier um, for the touchdown. Um, they also like uh, Kyron Lacey. He's had uh, nine catches for 156 yards, and Jalen Williams, too, who's also had nine catches. Uh, but, so really those three guys, uh, Lewis looks uh, to throw to them first. Um, after that, um, I feel like those really, really, if we can just make sure we contain LeBlanc, I think we'll be fine. But I, I'm not concerned. I know we have a great secondary. Um, I know our DBs will be ready uh, for the challenge. But really, it just comes down to with our linebackers just containing uh, Levi Lewis, not letting him break away with his feet. Um, as you mentioned earlier, and you know, as I alluded to earlier, he's already thrown four interceptions this year. He's thrown an interception in every ball game except for the first ball game against Iowa State this year. So if we can just make him uncomfortable in the pocket and just contain him, not let him get the edge and get, you know, more than 10, 15 yards, I think we'll be all right. It'll be a challenge, but I think we'll be all right. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be, you know, and, and again, I, and, you know, I think it can't be said enough that, you, you know, you got to just keep playing because, because they are going to yeah. make some plays and, and just, you know, just, it's not going to be one of those games where you just totally shut down somebody. And, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I think, too, too is it's this is, you know, this and the Miami game with De'Aaron King, it, you know, I think it's so important in this game. You know, you, you got you got to you got to pressure Lewis. You got to get him uncomfortable, but you just can't pin your ears back and go after him like you can some other guy, you know, some other guys that, that have been on the, you know, on the, um, schedule so far this year you know i mean you know because he he'll he'll kill you if you just pin your if you pin your ears back and just come undisciplined you know just trying to get after him and and yeah you know you gotta you gotta they gotta stay in their lanes they gotta you know um yeah they gotta make him uncomfortable but but they can't do it at you know 200 miles an hour you know i mean right you gotta come in there and um you know you got you gotta get after him but you also gotta be smart because if you get after him and you know and he gets out of there, it's a big gain. You know, it's a big chunk. So it, it's um, he puts a lot of pressure on you. I mean, he puts it puts a lot of pressure on you. He really does. And also, Steve, you know, going back to that Miami game with Derek King, one thing that UAB didn't do well all night with him was tackling. You know, we've got to make sure. When we get in the backfield or get a chance to tackle him, I mean, I know he's going to be shifty. He's not as shifty as De'Aaron King. I mean, you know, De'Aaron King's on a whole nother level, but right. we're just going to have to just tackle well. And that's one thing that we didn't do well in that Miami game. And that allowed, you know, and I felt like we did a good job containing De'Aaron King for the most part. But once he broke a couple tackles, you know, it was over with. Yeah, and, and and you know you got to tackle the running back. So that's that. I mean, yeah. to me, to me, that was the, the biggest thing about the uh, Miami game. Didn't tackle the running backs well. I mean, any All of right. them. I mean, and and 
you know, um, limited, limited Derek King. But, you know, a lot of that was uh, Derek King was a um, he was a decoy for a lot of that game. You know, they, yeah. they ran, you know, he would they ran you know, what looked like a read and he was reading it sometime, but I don't think he was reading it every time, but it looked like he was, you know, reading it and, and you had to go to him first. You know, you had to think about him first, which put, you know, the running backs in, in, in good positions, you know, and, and, um, you know, they were hard that one guy wasn't tackling them, you know, or, you know, sometimes two guys weren't tackling them. So yeah, you're right. I mean, just got, got to tackle better this game, got to tackle well. And these, these two running backs, you know, particularly the first two, they're they're not easy to they're not easy to tackle. These are big, strong, quick guys, and um, right. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, especially Regis, man, he's a big boy, and I mean, oh, like you yeah. said, yeah, like you said earlier, he'll definitely be playing uh, Sunday some somewhere, whether on a, a camp or you know practice squad or mm-hmm. if he you know he'll he'll be there, he'll find a way somehow because that dude is talented. Um, yeah. You look at their offense, um, Louisiana, they're averaging twenty eight points per game. Uh, they're averaging about uh, 410 yards per game, 225 through the air, and about 186 on the ground. Um, so, I mean, really talented offensive uh, team for Louisiana. Um, let's talk a little bit about their defense now. Uh, their defense, they're averaging, uh, they're, they're giving up about, oh, about 400, 395 yards per game, about uh, yeah, about 200 through the air and about 196 on the ground. Uh, Steve, we're going to have to – I feel like we say this every week, buddy, but we have to get that running game going. And I just hope that Spencer's hamstring – I hope, you know, he's a lot better for this Friday Friday night. But if not, you know, kind of what we alluded to in the reaction to the Western Kentucky game, if he's not 100%, let's just – hold him out and let McBride and Jermaine Brown just kind of get this game going. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that that's, that's exactly what, what has to happen. I, you know, hopefully, hopefully Spencer's well and, and, yes. you know, he'll be the first guy, but, but it's, you know, they're deep behind him. So, so if he's not, then other guys are going to have to step up. This might be, you know, McBride's first chance to really carry a load a little bit, you know, and, and, um, you know, we'll see. We'll, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a tough team to do it against. I mean, but 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 I mean, this you know they they've given up almost 200 yards a game rushing the ball though, and so right. even though they're um, you know I think their front is really good and, and big and strong, and I know that it, you know that has the UAV coaches concerned. It's still a, a defense that hasn't you know they they haven't um, they haven't shut people down necessarily. You know, I mean, they've been good, real good. But you know, they, like I say, it's I think it's 196 yards a game average for the opponents. Uh, I know right. Destin Coates of Georgia State had a big game against them. Um, he was a guy that was actually a UAB commitment for a while, and then uh, flipped to uh, Georgia to Georgia State. It's been really good for them, and I know he had a nice game against them. Um, you know, I, I they they just you know they they. They've been a little susceptible to 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 the running game, so to got to get that going first. You know that's the first thing that they need to do, and um, you know go from there. You know one one stat that's jumped out for me about this defense is strange, is they only have four sacks in four games. It's okay, uh-huh. so they don't they don't have you know and and two guys have all the sacks. Two of them have two each. The, the linebackers to is it uh, McCaskill or whatever? Uh, McC- uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, 
Farad Gardner and Lorenzo McCaskill. Um, Lorenzo McCaskill. Uh, wow. You know, both of them have um, two sacks apiece, and um, that's all they have. Um, you know, which is kind of kind of strange, especially for a good defense. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, got to keep that up. You know, got to got to keep it up where they don't have. You know. The, they don't get after the quarterback too much. I think they get after the quarterback, and we've said this before too. It's you know sacks certainly aren't the only way to, you know, maybe not even the most accurate way to judge you know what what kind of um, impact a de- you know the defense is making on a quarterback. I mean, just no, it's all yeah. it's all about making them uncomfortable. Exactly. You, you know, if you hurry them a bunch and make them make mis- mistakes, especially when those mistakes turn into turnovers. Yes. That's better than a sack, you know. So, uh, you know, of course, you want to hit them as many times as you can and uh, legally, you know. And yes, not, no 15 penalties. Yeah. 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 So, you know, um, I think they do a pretty good job of that, but they just haven't had, they haven't had a lot of sacks so far. And, and I will say, Steve, you know, going back to their last game against Coastal Carolina, um, who, you know, I mentioned earlier, they're, they're a good team as well in the Sun Belt. But really, Coastal Carolina's offensive line were they're really kind of small, and they seemed to really kind of push Louisiana's defensive line around that whole game. You know, you, you alluded to earlier when they gave up a lot of rushing yards against uh, Georgia State. I mean, they gave up over 200 yard rushing yards to Coastal Carolina. And, I mean, that really that whole game, um, Coastal Carolina's offensive line just, just handled Louisiana's defensive line. So, yeah, they did. They did a good job against them. And, and, and again, but I do think that they're pretty good up front, though. I mean, even though, the, you know, mine had the best game there, uh, you know, they're just, um, they can be pretty good. They, they have some yes. ability. Yeah, yes. But what really scares me, too, uh, Steve, you know, they played that Coastal Carolina game was last Wednesday. So they've had a couple extra days to rest up. And I'm sure they, you know, their coaching staff watched our game. Uh, against Western Kentucky to, you know, prepare for this game. So they've had a little more time, and, you know, Coach alluded to it, uh, Coach Clark alluded to on his uh, press conference that, you know, they went right to work, um, was it Sunday night? I think they practiced Sunday, I think. Yeah, Um, they did. Yeah, they had to go right away, yeah. Yeah. (sighs) So weird, and, you know, I think this is Coach Clark's first Friday night game uh, as a coach uh, for UAB. So it's going to be strange uh, for sure. Um, but that does scare me with them having uh, with Louisiana having those couple extra days to rest up and prepare for us. Um, I, I mean, I'm sure they weren't all dedicating all their practices to just UAB. I'm sure they worked on some of their uh, conference opponents that are coming up after UAB. But it does scare me a little bit that they've had a little time to prepare as opposed to us. You know, we're just coming off of this game again, conference game against Western Kentucky, and we're just thrown in to hurry up and. Uh, get ready for uh louisiana but but i will say now you know going back to the week before that the rice game you know is postponed and honestly it's looking like we're probably going to be playing rice in december since conference usa pushed the championship game back a couple weeks to allow for missed games but i wonder if coach clark was able to get some work in on louisiana you know since we had that week off yeah i think there was some you know uh a little bit you know yeah you know you but you but um but there was also, I don't think there was a lot, you know, I think the coaches staff did, you know, I, I don't know how much they, they, you know, did to the players. Cause you know, the, the, the Western Kentucky was a big game. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially with what happened last year, uh, yes. you know, and, and with, um, 
you know, the, the other thing is, I mean, I, you never know how many conference games you're going to play with it, with, with, with COVID. I mean, you really don't. And you know, you've already lost two. So I think it just adds so much more importance to every conference game you play, uh, you know, of the conferences that are playing non-conference games also, it yeah. adds so much more importance. So I think, um, I don't think there was a lot of looking ahead because of those things. I mean, cause it's, it's, you know, with, with, uh, you just don't get that many opportunities to play conference games right now. You, or you just don't know how many opportunities you're going to get. So you don't want to, you don't, you don't want to waste any of them. You know, you, you, you know, you want to, you want to win them all right. um, because, you know, tiebreakers and just different things. So um, I don't know that there was a lot for, you know, for the players Now you know, obviously the coaching staff has time, you know, not time, but you know, they, they put the energy in to um, maybe looking ahead a little bit and, you know, doing some stuff, but, but the Western Kentucky game was big. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you know, we love these non-conference games and, you know, of course we want to win this Friday and keep that home winning streak going to 22 in a row. But, you know, a conference championship means a lot more than just beating a non, I mean, you know, you want to win them all. Of course, I don't want to sound, you know, dumb or anything, but the fact is, you know, the conference championship is the goal. You know, you want to oh, yeah. defend the West, get back into the championship game, and win a conference championship. So, I don't know. But let's uh, kind of look at this uh, Louisiana defense. You know, as you mentioned, uh, Gardner and McCaskill, uh, those are two guys for Louisiana, two linebackers that, as you mentioned, they have all four of the team sacks. Uh, you know, Gardner has 17 tackles, uh, solo tackles, uh, 24 total tackles. Uh, and Lorenzo has uh, 44 total tackles. So th- those guys, you know, they're, I'm sure they're going to be flying around Friday night at the old great lady. Um, they'll be around the ball when we're on offense. But we just got to find a way to uh, try and block them and, you know, just do our offense. Um, you know, we're used to, ha- you know, our offense is used to seeing good linebackers, you know, on UAB side in practice every day, you know, with Mole and uh I mean, with Wilder and everybody. So we're used to seeing good linebackers. So hopefully our offensive line will be up for the challenge this Friday night. And it'll be also interesting, Steve, to see what kind of uh, alignment the offensive line has for this Friday night. You know, they, as you mentioned last episode, they've tweaked it up a little bit uh, for the Western Kentucky game. So it'll be interesting to see how they come out Friday night for the Louisiana game. Um, But Defensively speaking, for Louisiana, too, uh, they've got two really good safeties, uh, Percy Butler and Trahan, uh, really good safeties. And, of course, their defensive line's good. Uh, and, of course, since it's Louisiana, they've got a guy by the name of Quibodeau, um, spelled Q-U-B-O-D-E-A-U-X, which is, I think, awesome. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we've said it before. Um, this is a really talented defense really talented team overall coached by Billy Napier, a well-coached team. So we're going to be in for a dogfight Friday night. Um, right now, well, let's, let's kind of look at their special teams right quick too. Uh, they've kind of struggled in the kicking game other than that 53-yard field goal to beat Georgia Southern. Other than that, they've kind of struggled in the kicking game. Uh, their uh, place kicker, Nate Snyder, he's only made three field goals out of seven attempts. So... <laughs> Not not too not too good. So I feel like that we have the advantage there with Matt Quinn, who shout out to Matt Quinn, got the special teams conference USA player of the week going three for three uh, against Western Kentucky. So good for him. So I I think we've got the advantage there uh, when it comes to special teams there. Uh, 
Wouldn't you say so, Steve? Well, yeah. I mean, in some in some phases. Now they do got some. They got a couple. You know, they had two return to returns for uh, touchdowns in the Iowa State game. You know, they had, right. had a kickoff return. I believe that was Chris Smith on a kickoff return. I believe I'm right on that, and um, and and a punt return in that same game. Uh, so I think that you know that's one thing that um, you know I think UAB's been solid on you know on their on their uh, coverage units. I mean, I think uh, last week I, I thought they were really solid. I, Kelly Sanders yes. came down and really made some good hits. Um, and, and, and other guys, you know, I think there's a guy's been solid. I think Kyle Harrell's been solid all year on, you know, punt coverage, you know, Spencer's got down and made some plays, uh, Fuqua's, uh, you know, made some plays and so their, their coverage units have been pretty good, but these guys are, are pretty good. Chris Smith had the one, he did have the one against Iowa state and Eric Garar, Garor, I don't even know how to say his name right now, but he was the one, he had the punt return for a touchdown against, uh, you know, Iowa mm. state. So, you, you know, you, you've got to you, you've got to worry about him a little bit. Elijah Mitchell returns kicks for him too, and um, right. so you know, I think in the return game they're 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 pretty solid. You know, but but again, I think that the um, coverage unit for for UAB has been pretty good. You know, most most of the season, and they've had to had to, especially on kickoffs, they've had to you know play more because they don't have. You know, they don't kick the ball in the end zone every time like they right. like, like they did with Nick Vogel. So, uh, right. you know, but I think overall it's been good, you know. Um, and, you know, uh, we'll, you know, we'll see what happens. That, that's going to be a big part of the game. It all, You know, it always is. I mean, it always is. You, you know, if you don't think it's important, you just go out and play bad, you see what happens. You know, <laughs> special teams, you know. That's um, well said. Well said. Um, well, guys, this Friday night, UAB takes on Sunbelt, Louisiana, Raging Cajuns, 7 p.m. Central Time kickoff at the Old Gray Lady. This game will be broadcasted on CBS Sports Network nationally, but of course you can listen on Jocks 94.5 to David Crane, Steve Irvine, and Trey Raglan on the call. Steve, I'm really sad, man. This is actually going to be my first UAB home game that I'll miss in seven years, man. This it's kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, sometimes real life takes over. So just enjoy yourself. <laughs> That's enjoy right. yourself, but you know, and listen to us on 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 the radio and uh, um, or online, however you get it, and um, and. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> yes, yeah. For those that don't know, I will be at the beach uh, celebrating me and my wife's five-year anniversary. So, I guess you know, if I'm going to miss a ball game, I guess I'd like to miss it being at the beach. So, I, w- I guess I can't complain at all. No, but yeah, <laughs> yeah we're not listening to any complaints about that, pal. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, originally, you know, we were supposed to play ODU this week, so. I was like, hey, this will be a good time to plan the trip. But, of course, COVID and everything happens, and ODU decides, hey, we're not going to play this year. And then here comes a really great non-conference team uh, on the schedule, Louisiana. And, of course, it's on a Friday night. But it'll be all right. Um, but, guys, we were going to let you know, too, that um, because I'll be out of town, um, we're actually not going to do a game reaction for the Louisiana game. Uh, we will be back to preview next week the uh, following game, which will be a Halloween showdown against Louisiana Tech. So that'll be a good game to look forward to. But definitely hope that our Blazers take care of business this Friday night against Billy Napier's Raging Cajuns. Um, 
just keep listening to us guys please keep sharing us help this thing grow you know we we do this for free we do this because we love uab we're uab fans uh we just we really enjoy doing this make sure that you're following us on twitter at blazer pod and like us on facebook also at blazer pod uh and we can actually now be found the podcast can now be found on amazon music in addition to all the other platforms we can be found on um so yeah we we want to continue growing and we need your help to help us grow so just please share us with a a couple friends a couple blazer fans or two but we will be back next week to preview the louisiana tech game and on that note go blazers we'll see you next time